0: from beautiful downtown Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, where they say home is where the heart is. Is that why
1: I've been a heartless bastard for the last five months? (laughs) That's good. (laughs) I like that. That's a good one. Well done, sir.
0: (laughs) I had to pull that out of my my ass. Um, You pulled pulled it out very well. (laughs) Well done. I mean, I'm getting very jaded. I had... Money stolen from me today is, like, right in front of my face. Um, The kid who punched me in the face last week has been let back in because that's what we do. We're just supposed to deal with them and let them back in. It's very hard not to want to kill people. Um, But I'm feeling very heartless today. Oh. I'm emotional. Uh, how, are you, how are you doing? How's your day going, Gordon? Everybody in the listening audience, welcome to What If We're Right with brand new cover art. Check it out tonight. Awesome, awesome new uh, logo for the show.
1: Uh, Gord, how are you? I'm doing okay. had a very fucking slow two days at work. Did a whopping uh, $200 in sales today. Woo! <laughs> oh, nice. Or when you're only making 4% on that fucking $200, yeah, I didn't make any money at all today.
0: That is fair. So we're we're both in about the, the same boat. and mine gets stolen, yours just, you work for nothing.
1: I'm just working for I'm like a U.S. government employee right now.
0: <laughs> Don't you love that feeling? Uh, no. <laughs> I get that a lot, where I just, you know, I, I look at my bills, I look at my income, and I just go, what the fuck am I here for? <laughs> right yeah, it's who's not, benefiting from me being in this shitty fucking position right now Cause it ain't me it's, it, it hasn't been for a long time I just I watch money change hands and, it, and I just work more and then it seems like more money changes hands and I just work and work none of it ever comes to me I don't remember the last time I had a dime that went directly to me
1: yeah no, I don't know what that's like. I have no idea what that's like I really, really don't. (laughs) Especially now
0: where I'm working in a place where saving lives is more important. That's what we're focused on. (laughs) Saving lives. Saving lives so you stay homeless. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. I get to remain uh, homeless and, and hungry and everyone else who I save, they get nice apartments and stuff given to them because they're in that horrible position where they need help. And I'm in this weird gray area where I'm not bad enough to need help, but not See, stable enough to go out on my own. So it's this, there's this weird intermediate care area that doesn't exist. It that should.
1: That's fucking frustrating as all hell, because, you know, like how are you supposed to, like, this is the thing I guess is really difficult with today's society. Like, you know,
0: you hear the argument about, well, raising minimum wage, which i I agree with to an extent, but not a major one. You know, they always
1: use, like, McDonald's as the example, as a leading example for it. And it's just, like, you know, as the back argument that i always like, which is McDonald's is what you get in when you're in high school. That's not your end-all
0: career. Right. You're fucking hire advice. You better advice. if Your end-all career ends up and, I work at fucking McDonald's and I'm not making enough money. You should be able to go and get a job anywhere else and make more money.
1: Well, of course. Um, So, but when you work as hard, yeah, you're always fucking busting our ass trying to get shit done. Why is it that I'm still fucking always broke?
0: Yeah, I I don't know. I can't square that circle. I'm in the same position. Uh, Even when I was doing very well for myself, I seemed to be in that position. Yeah. Very frustrating. But I don't understand where the discrepancy started because when I twenty years ago I was making half of what I make now and living very comfortably. You know, rents were stable, uh, p- grocery prices were reasonable, um, everything has gone up except for wages, and I don't understand how that's possible. Like someone someone must be profiting.
1: Well, yeah. All the bigwigs are the ones profiting from from everything.
0: But they claim not to be. Like, like my boss, if he's on par, everything's, you know, wages haven't changed in 10 years, then he, he must be doing better than he was because his prices have gone up in 10 years. Yeah. Where does that extra go to? Is it going straight to him or is his costs more? I don't get it. All I know is people are struggling. And people who shouldn't be struggling are struggling. I don't get it. It's it's over my head apparently.
1: I don't understand. Like I mean, again, it's the thing that like I see, like I mean, the only way to truly do it is to have a dual income with somebody else, where you're both making decent money and working fifty to sixty hours a week.
0: All right now, with the minimum wage argument, it still makes sense to me in my mind. That if I'm a minimum wage worker who's suddenly making $2 an hour more than I was last week, I'm going to start spending that money uh, and putting it back into the economy. So the same guy who's bitching he has to pay his worker more and he can't afford it, well, that worker is going to start going to movies. He's going to start eating fast food. He's going to start doing things he couldn't afford. And that money's going to cycle back to you. Yeah. So, it should. So I don't think the the hike should matter. Although I I do understand that if you give the minimum wage worker a you made this point months and months ago when we first talked about it, that if you're making fifteen bucks an hour and I'm making twelve, then all of a sudden minimum wage is fifteen and you're making the same as I am, that's clearly not fair to you. Huh. Not at all. Unless it's admitted that you were grossly overpaid this whole time or something like that. <laughs> I
1: was overpaid for anything. No. <laughs>
0: No, unfortunately, in retail, you never will be. Oh,
1: exactly.
0: I'm gonna, give me a second. Here. I'm just switching back and forth between headphone and and headset here because I've got some issues going on. Um, okay. Update the the world on my life real quick before we get into tonight's topics. Do you? I have. I, I went back to a shelter uh, last night. Uh, okay. It's absolute mayhem. It's crazy. I'm, I I almost missed the streets. Um, wow, really? Oh, it's brutal. It's just deadly um just no it's just chaos um this is a a harm reduction shelter too, which means it's it touts itself as a safe uh consumption site um you need to inside insulate, whereas is only a safe injection site. We only help you if you're injecting uh this particular one that is also a shelter they're anything if you're smoking, snorting, whatever.
1: Oh. Um,
0: and they're not regulated by the government the way we are, so Health Canada is not involved in any way. So it's just a free-for-all. Just tell them to do whatever you want. It's absolutely crazy. Um, Christ. And it's the alternative to a, a legal safe injection site. This is where you end up at, in the alternative, a place where two people died this weekend. Um Because really? these people don't know what they're doing, and they don't know how to help. They don't know how to supervise properly. They're not trained the way we are, and they're they're trying to do the best they can, but they they don't know what they're doing. So uh, it's it's mental. And then top that off with a homeless shelter situation where you you just sleep with one eye open every night. Um Yeah, I'm assuming you don't exactly get what you call a good REM sleep when you're there. Not so much. Although I must have needed it because they didn't wake my ass up till nine o'clock this morning. <laughs> <laughs> But it's been two months since I've slept in a bed too, so it was kind of neat. Um, ah. I don't know. Maybe I'll cut that out of the show. I know. I don't know. something. Let you know anyway. I'm indoors and somewhat moderately comfortable. It's, it could definitely be worse. Um, What's the weather like right now? Ah, uh, very cold. Is it really? yeah like we're uh, emergency shelters are opened up again. We're below zero at night. Wow. Um, it's minus four right now. Uh, with the wind gusts, it's like minus. I think we're hitting minus ten or minus twelve with the wind. Yeah, we're not quite. We're, I'd say between zero and four, minus four at night. And that's really common. So like, the cold in BC is different. Although it only hits like, you know, like a really cold night in BC is
1: like minus four. That's like a bitter cold night. But that minus four is equal to minus twenty-four here. That's nuts. Because
0: you guys got so much more moisture in the air, so it's that bitter chill that goes right fucking through you. Yeah, and you can't get rid of it. Once it gets inside you, you're just cold. Yeah. Um, I had to do my trick again yesterday where I just hopped on the SkyTrain and went back and forth to Surrey till I warmed up. Fuck. I managed to sleep till almost 1 in the afternoon without anyone checking on me, which is frightening and good. It's good if you're the one sleeping. It's frightening if it's a dead guy that no one's helped out for that long. <laughs> <laughs> It would be. Uh, you know, I wake up and I go, holy crap, I slept till 1 in the afternoon. I'm like, why did no one check on me? <laughs> From 6 a.m. till 1 in the afternoon, I just went back and forth on a train. And the...
1: Although someone no. must have checked
0: up on me because my Bluetooth headphones disappeared. So. Oh, so there you go. They checked on me. They deserve to get paid, I guess. But they didn't get my phone this time, so things are looking up. <laughs> So actually I do have one I have a question for you since you're actually right in the thick of all this shit. You can give me a really good opinion on that. Well I'm sure I can. Um on the way into work this morning I was listening to uh the C B C radio and they were talking about um like again, there another person was found fucking dead in one of those clothing bin things in fucking Toronto or Mississauga. Yes. Uh this one in particular though, it was a woman and apparently, for like a couple of hours, she was actually like yelling and people heard her, but nobody did anything. Oh, wow.
1: And then somebody came out in the morning to actually check on her. She had died and suffocated.
0: See, that's brutal. That that That's, that's about the manslaughter, in my opinion. That's what I said. I mean, you heard that. Come on, get the fuck out of here. Just get out there and do something. Oh, yeah. But this brought out a very interesting conversation because they were talking about that, you know they're not gonna talk about the drug epidemic and everything else. And one of the things that came up was this one particular guy. I know I don't know his name. No, I'm not smart enough
1: to remember these types of details. It's awfully early in the morning, and um, he was—he's one of these guys that's advocating for the legalization of all drugs. Right. And he said the only way to—he says that the only way to stop the overdoses to stop the, uh, you know, the, um, uh,
0: the, the, the waste of the, waste drugs and the shit that's on the street
1: is to legalize it.
0: It'll definitely help, but it won't get rid of it. Now
1: here's the thing. I was, a, I was starting to see he was making some valid points. I'm like, you know what? This guy's pretty smart. He knows what he's talking about. And then ironically, while I'm on my way home. After listening to this neat podcast about
0: neoliberalism, which I wanted to talk about, but I just don't know how to. above my fucking brain power, and wanting to understand. But um, they they did this little blurb in World News uh, about Canada with the, the legalization of weed, right? And they did a poll, and they wanted to find out what the average cost was of weed from people as they're buying it. Since it's become legal, the average price that people are paying has gone up by over $2. Right. I knew that was going to
1: happen. And the funny thing is, is they only had something like just over 100 people call in. And out of those 100 people, 86 people that called in are not buying it legally. They're still buying it from the street. Exactly. And the cost still gone up.
0: Well, yeah, of course it would. Um, um Because why not? That's just – now you've got – now you've got a system where there's a, a, a set standard price, and everyone's going to raise their prices to in according to that.
1: Exactly. So they've actually just – not only
0: have they just fanned the, uh, the black market, but they've just made it more profitable. Yes.
1: And, by 17%. <laughs> and you
0: remember, if you go back and listen, now that you're able to go back and listen to our podcast, go back and listen to the ones for, uh, beginning in July when this all went down, and listen to the things I said were going to happen. And they are happening uh, pretty much verbatim. Um, and that, if you extend the argument to drugs that as you're asking, uh, that's the problem. Uh, even if drugs are legal tomorrow, every drug is legal tomorrow, to a drug dealer, uh, that doesn't change his desire to make the most money possible, which means you're not getting fentanyl out of the drugs just because they're legal. Um, now, if you offer a, le- a clean alternative... Which is happening on a prescription basis now here in british columbia, uh but the qualifications are very stringent where you can go get legal heroin from your doctor um, but it's for a very small group of people on a test basis right now um that if you offer a clean alternative, you have to hope that the vast majority of people are gonna take it um, and then you you will solve the problem but but until you bring the prices in line and make it so the best possible option is to get it from the government, uh, then you're, you're not going to solve this problem. No, I actually
1: thought about that. Uh, that was one of
0: the things that was touched on my
1: way in this morning. Um, they said it's 50 people are part of that program.
0: Is it 50? I didn't know the exact number. I I, I know it's open to more than that.
1: No, it's it's literally set up just for 50 people. And then it's with plan for it to
0: expand out later. Right. Uh, but right now, it's, nope, 50 people, that's it. Okay, because I'm not sure that I know anyone personally who is a part of that. I know there are people that have crossed my path that are in the application process or they know somebody who is or, or whatever, but I'm not, it's not widely talked about. It. If it were bigger, I guess it would be um, where I am and where I work. Uh, yeah, it would be. But no, legalization. That's why. That's why people who are in the position who know what's going on uh, aren't pushing for uh, blanket, flat-out legalization because it would do nothing. It doesn't help the problem. Drug dealer is still going to be trying to maximize profits, which means put fentanyl in his dope. Um, so you're not. You're not. You're just. If it's legal, if like you said, 85 out of 100 people are still going to their dealer then you're not solving anything, whether that dealer is doing it legally or not. He's still going to do it at the greatest benefit to himself. Yeah. So I originally was a big proponent for legalization until I learned what was going on.
1: (laughs) Um, And once you learn, it's all of a sudden this big clusterfuck of stupidity where they're actually making the – they're actually boosting – the underground fucking market.
0: Yeah. It makes it more profitable. It, exactly. It shocked. And that's exactly what I said was going to happen with marijuana. I said, you're going to see the black market get murkier and blacker and harder to find and way more profitable. And it's actually fucking happening. And yeah. it's only I don't think make this stuff up, people who are listening. This is, I, this is part of what if I'm right? Well, guess what? I usually am. Um <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't, when I was speaking and I know very, it was, I believe uh, there was a, the end of June and I think July 5th, we talked about this and possibly July 9th. And I know it's stupid that I know those days, but I listen to our show a lot. Um, <laughs> I believe it's July 5th is the one you want to check out uh, or July 1st, somewhere between the first and the fifth. Uh, we had a very extensive conversation about this Um and I said what you're going to see is the black market uh get more profitable and further underground. Quote for quote. I said that in July. I win. <laughs> Unfucking believable. Like, I was just I was bored when they actually did the numbers. Like I said, it was a small amount of people that that called in that they part of the the uh uh take part of this fucking um poll, but it was it was just shocking to hear that it took no time at all to make this a more profitable
1: underground market. I was just, wow. Uh, yeah.
0: I said it for two years leading up to the big unveil that they were going about it wrong and what they need to do is get people in the know to explain to them what to do. Get some Hells Angels on your fucking panel. Get get some drug dealers. Talk to somebody who knows about dealing drugs before you get into it. Yeah. Um and the government refused on all that. I don't know why. I don't know why he thought a bunch of suits around a round table at City Hall could or, or uh, you know, Capitol Hill could could figure this out. When you need someone who's there, who does it? Um, it just blows my mind how, how poorly this was handled. Um, well, it doesn't blow my mind. I'm not surprised by it. But uh, I just can't. Now we're going to reel for the next couple of years. Uh successive successive governments are going to be reeling from trying to get this thing in order. Yeah. It's going to be chaos for the next I would say 8 to 10 years. Because no and one's going to and you're going to see the the I would say you're going to see interest in the government stores once the novelty aspect of buying weed legally wears off, no one's going to go there. No one's going to buy
1: it. They're going to go right back to their street dealer. See my only thing is is like with me personally like i don't support it simply because well they're just they're just doing it all wrong but i will not buy it street level for the simple reason that there's nothing
0: that like they don't know anything about what they're fucking doing like they don't know really what they're selling where even the street dealers are selling it like a dispensary does, where they know each individual screen, they know what it's good for, if it's an industry, they know all this stuff. The street dealers in Ontario know nothing.
1: Right.
0: And it's frustrating because, you know, like if I wanted to go and pick up, you know, if I want to go and pick up a fucking back weed, if I'm really, if I'm buying it, I'm buying it for the sole purpose so that it'll suppress my fucking dreams so I'm not dealing with fucking my nightcares.
1: And if I'm buying a fucking sativa, that's just going to keep me up longer. That's going to make it worse. Yeah. So it's it's frustrating on every possible level that they could just get it so fucking wrong.
0: They never bothered to ask. They never bothered yeah. to query about when they said legalize weed. I don't think they understood that weed is not a thing. You can't just. It's not like you're legalizing uh, rice. You don't. Know, oh, that's a bad example too. There's a million different types of rice. I'm trying to think of something. that There's only one type of <laughs> weed is not one of them. It's 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 such a giant smorgasbord of different things. Is weed yeah. isn't just a thing? You can't just say okay, weed's legal. Well, what weed? Yeah. Um, you know is how a- do you make weed legal but you don't make hash legal? It's the same product, just processed differently. Exactly. But no one How do you right. not have CBD be legal to humans, but it's legal to pets? It makes no. I mean, it's just, it's so no fucking wrong. Yeah, it's just everything about it's wrong. It always has been. They never once stopped to ask what was right. Um, and they weren't interested in public input. Why would you not get, God forbid, I, I hate to mention the man, but why would you not get Mark Emery involved in this? The prince of pot. The man who, the only one really in. Who has gone to jail and kind of martyred himself? Um, who does have extensive knowledge about the product and and extensive knowledge about the market? Um, I don't like him on a personal level because he's a celebrity whore, and I hate that. But um, you know, they why didn't they have him involved right from day one, or his wife, who is not a criminal? Well, she is, but she's not convicted. Yeah, um, like they're stupid, but you know. They they know their shit exactly. You have to get the people who know what they're doing involved in it. This isn't something you can get out of a outdated textbook and think you know anything. No, not at all. Um, you know, you even get someone hip. Why didn't they go to Woody Harrelson or or uh, I said in the beginning to get Tommy Chong, yeah. huge proponent, lives here in BC. I don't know if he's a Canadian citizen or not, but yeah, uh, that's regardless. He's you know, he's a B.C. resident, uh, has two homes here. He's very public, um, very nice guy, apparently. I haven't run into him, but...
1: but and well, he's apparently the
0: only fucking human being to smoke a joint on the balcony of the White House. Right? Why wouldn't you ask him? And, so wait, wait, can you take an afternoon out, fly out to Ottawa, or we'll fly out to see you, and you explain this to us? Because we're trying to legalize it in a way that makes sense. No. They tried to rush it and get it ready in time to make it look like Trudeau could keep one of his promises. And they they and then look what look what's happened. Yeah, it's something uh, successive governments are going to pay for for years and years to come, liberal or not. I I would I would uh, probably venture a guess. Now this isn't a prediction. This is just a. I it wouldn't surprise me if the next government scrapped the whole plan altogether.
1: I don't think they will be able to at this point. I don't think they will be able to scrap it, but I think when when the conservatives go in next, because that's just how politics go. Yeah. You
0: get in for your eight years or you don't, but it's always just between the two parties. So I think when when the conservatives go in, they're going to turn it all into privatization.
1: Um, that's when you're going to see the market costs drop. But I think you're also going to see the quality drop. Yeah. But you're going to see a bigger market of everything else that'll be available. So but see, the
0: big problem between now and then is what do you do with the ALR adjustments that they're looking at now? You know, what do you do with the that's the agricultural land reserve? For those of you who don't know, there's big questions on what part of the agricultural land reserve is going to be devoted to uh, marijuana farms. Uh, that's a big thing. And in the time between, while well, we figure this out, that's going to have to be figured out as well. And it, that it muddies those waters. The, it, everything just gets fucked up because they rushed into something they had no business rushing into. They could have asked Eric and Gord for Christ's sake, and we could have done a better job of it. I don't even smoke oh. this shit. Oh. But if you want, uh, uh, you, uh, God, I don't know why it's so difficult for people. You want the go to the source if you want the answer. How how hard is that? Like, you know, if you're going to build a fucking house, you don't go to a plumber and say, how do I build a house? No. I don't you, go go to, uh, you don't <laughs> go to the guy from the Home Depot commercial. No. You know, that's not a real guy. In case you guys don't know, the commercials are fake people. You know, Daryl, at like Save on Foods, that's not a dude. That's just a guy they made up. Daryl's Deals. Galen Weston runs the fucking company, (laughs) and there's no fat guy named Daryl who has anything to do with anything. That's just something they made up for TV. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Uh, They do it all the time. Uh, There is no Wendy. She's not a real girl. (laughs) Although it was based off of his niece. Yes, but still, his niece has nothing to do with the company nothing whatsoever um there's it's a made up guy uh the the couple on the Canadian Tire commercials <laughs> or that used to be on they they don't care they they don't shop there probably even they're actors um the yes. new the new fat guy who i love i think he's hilarious but um he's just a, just an actor <laughs> uh you people don't know this <laughs> yeah that you, you can't rely on on these people they're not real um. Exactly. That that bugs me <laughs> a lot. Uh, <laughs> people like that. Wow. You know the guy. I'm not just a president. I'm also a member. No, you're neither. You're an actor. I'm also a client. No, you're not. You're a paid actor. Get the fuck out of here. Um. I would love to do those kind of commercials. I I could be that guy. Hi <laughs> I'm a guy who knows stuff about things. No, I'm a guy who's paid to read this. Um, it's going to happen on this show as soon as we possibly can. I've got uh, our name out there uh, to be chosen by anyone who wants me to read about their company. I get a very substantial payment if I do so. And it's going to happen three times an episode as soon as someone comes online. And frankly, people, I'm going to tell you, I don't care who it is. I don't care what I'm advertising. I'm going to say it's the greatest thing in the world because I get $45 to do so. Um <laughs> So you know, it, it, I don't want your people thinking that this is something you know. Oh, Eric, he uses that uh, thing. He's talking. no, he doesn't. He gets paid to say that. <laughs> yeah, I'm just um, paid
1: that I use it.
0: Yeah, you, you know, any especially in a in a radio perspective where you hear the DJs, they just start talking to ourselves. Hey, that reminds me about how I used to hear so uh Formula Four. No, he doesn't. He gets paid to say that. It's part of the thing. <laughs> It's a script he was handed an hour before the show started. Yeah, you know, the best part is I get to write my own. Yeah. And they'll approve it or not. Like, they get final approval, obviously, but I still get to write the commercial myself and then hand it in for approval. And if they like it, then I do it. Um, so I it's never- going to end up being just like that fucking Howard Stern thing he did on his show where, uh, like, in the very beginning where he's doing an advertising for this company. He's like, oh, I love this business. They're a great company. I've been going there since I was a kid. And, uh, yeah, awesome, awesome business. Loves it, big family thing, blah, 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 So they're having their grand opening this weekend.
1: Oh. <laughs> yeah, I just, bless it. I've never been there before. I I just, I just lied. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, you can almost, you get that sense of how I would do it now. Hi, I'm Eric. Yeah. And I'm here to talk about this thing that I love. No, I don't. I, <laughs> you know, I, I'm really good at throwing in a little. I'm not going to name names, Gord, but I'm going <laughs> to.
1: <laughs> i'm not getting any names bored, but but
0: you know i'll, I'll be able to talk about I'm, I'm gonna well i should probably not say on the air what i'm gonna do but i can do stuff like that i want to <laughs> say that i'm a big fan of dollarama even though i'm not they're the greatest <laughs> company
1: that i have I not been stopping at dollarama for fucking years <laughs>
0: exactly I'll make it subtle, and I'll get paid a lot of money. But the point I'm trying to make, everybody, everything is always fake. (laughs) Like, uh, you know, especially in the entertainment world, uh, it's all fake. Everything's fake. And it's amazing how fake it is. Like, it's things that don't need to be fake or fake. When they filmed Rumble in the Bronx here, they came and put fake graffiti over our real graffiti. (laughs) 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 To film the scene. (laughs) Only I mean. uh, they were trying to make it look like the Bronx. Now I understand they did just in case there happened to be gangland tags on the graffiti, they didn't want to make it look like the movie was advertising a particular gang. So when they explained that, then that made sense to me. But just the fact that they need to put fake graffiti over real graffiti, it seems like an, a cost that doesn't need to exist, right? <laughs> um, but yeah, everything is fake to that degree. Like I didn't. Uh, the the most amazing thing I saw was Jennifer Aniston when I saw her filming a scene for a movie, and all she does is drive a car ten feet. And so Jennifer Aniston comes out, she gets in the car, they go action, she drives ten feet. Now she gets out, another person comes in and backs up the vehicle, and then they reset everything, and then she comes out. Like she she doesn't even back up the car herself. <laughs> Someone else backs it up. And then she gets in. She drives forward 10 feet. Cut. Do it again. And it's a what? Why can't you just get her to back up the car? She's already in the car. Yeah, <laughs> Boy, I can't no. have that. No. That's just like the, the degree to which everything is manufactured and fake and just not. It's mind boggling. So trust no one. <laughs> except for me. And Except Yeah, except for us. That's it we are absolutely the most genuine thing you're going to uh hear and that people are starting to realize that and that's why I sorry I forgot to get to this that's why I was interviewed today by a Scottish uh, newspaper that we're never going to hear of probably um an Edinburgh newspaper very interested in my opinion exclusively um and I actually got paid for it uh, <laughs> um to, because Scotland is is mulling over opening their first uh, legal injection site uh, to much fanfare and and protest in their country, but in the city of Edinburgh they're considering it, and they wanted my opinion on how I think that would go. Well, what did you say? Oh, well, I, you know, obviously I'm I'm a huge fan of the idea, um, but I you know I I very extensively told them how they have to. Ch- ch- the, you're always Balancing a fine line between helping and enabling, um, and that's yeah. the problem. You don't want to become just a big enabling center. That's nobody wants that. That's that's not uh, not the point.
1: So, uh, well, kind of productive. very kind of
0: cool though that when uh, the city of Edinburgh sent their big newspaper man over to our our humble little city, um, the city turned to Eric for the answer. <laughs> um, my organization. <laughs> they uh they came to me yesterday, actually, the heads of my organization and said, "Would you please do this interview? We need you, and you only you can do this and <laughs> i I wrestled with the idea and thought, "Sure, I guess I don't like to be the spotlight like that, but
1: <laughs>
0: yeah you you hate that. <laughs> I hate being in the spotlight i I don't like giving my opinion on things, whoa." No. But they dragged no, no, out no. of me, and I, I thought I would take one for the team. Uh, when, <laughs> when the actual the, the head of the company, who we never see, uh, I didn't even think she was real for a long time. Um, she oh. came to me directly. So then you know, these they need me. That's um, so fucking funny. <laughs> it's uh, it was pretty it was pretty cool. Uh, the, the true story is they did come to me yesterday, and they said, hey, well, would you mind doing this for us? We we think you'd be the, we need you as the face. <laughs> yeah, I, I can do that. I I have that ability. I can do that shit. Yeah, absolutely. My media <laughs> presence is starting to take notice around the world now. This is a Scottish thing. I, I'll try to find it if I can. Um, but I don't know. It could be a very obscure little Edinburgh thing. I don't know how big Edinburgh is. It's, I, well, it's very well known. And per capita, their drug problem is as bad as ours. Uh, they have not dealt with fentanyl yet; it hasn't made it there yet, thank God. But, but it's it's a, you know it's creeping up facts. You can track it like a tornado. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna hit any day now. Um, and especially as the Chinese take over the world, uh, and more Chinese spread out and start di- distributing this stuff worldwide, it's it's bound to happen. Yeah, absolutely. And hey, maybe it's the Chinese way of cleaning up the streets before they get here. Which <laughs> again,
1: not necessarily a bad idea.
0: Right. <laughs> Wipe out a few thousand of the worst of the worst before we move in.
1: <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> uh. Uh. It's like that fucking Alberta tower. They just ship all the homeless out to a different town. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We solved the problem. <laughs> they didn't solve the problem. There's a big difference, asshole.
0: Hey, they did that year for the Olympics. It was amazing. There wasn't one homeless guy here for two weeks. <laughs> Downtown Vancouver is just empty. Where's all your homeless? We don't have them. Ah, oh, <laughs> just a... Fake news. <laughs> Meanwhile, Broadway commercial is hemorrhaging because they've got two thousand new people hanging out at A and W.
1: Oh, that's just so spectacular. They had, a, they
0: had a mandate where police could just pick you up and relocate you with no reason whatsoever. You weren't under arrest. You weren't. You, they, but, but they could grab you and move you in your shit. And, that, that was, and, and they did <laughs> for two weeks they, it looked, they looked they like the, the natives all over again <laughs> oh
1: yeah
0: I love that just move them to a whole other city there you go
1: welcome to the yeah. town of homeless <laughs> nobody will notice it'll be fine don't worry about it oh yeah yeah. The, yeah
0: that's another one of those ideas that's right you know because governments want ideas that happen within their their tenure right like so you've got Uh, For the uh, federal government, you've got four years to show this thing off. Oh, look what we did in our four years. Most of these are 15-year plans. Um, You know That's that's why nothing ever happens on a municipal level. You, Oh, I'm going to tear down the Georgia viaducts. Well, that's going to take about five years, and you're going to be out of office in three. How do you think that's going to go for you? (laughs) Well, for the first three years, it's going to go
1: great. (laughs) And then the next
0: government gets in and goes, we're going to – we're going to rebuild the viaduct. <laughs> well, we're halfway through tearing them down. Uh, that's probably not going to work real well. So you end up with what we have, which which is what happened with the viaduct problem to begin with. They were never finished. The next government never continued them. They just sat there doing nothing. <laughs> it was a huge plan that went nowhere, and no government was willing to pick it up again. And now it's just a nightmare.
1: Go figure.
0: Um. And that's oh, the, did you hear? Did,
1: did you hear? By the way, there's some pipeline news. Oh yes, pipeline. I
0: certainly did. I
1: was... The uh, the 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 Native chief and the and the police have reached uh, uh, an agreement that oh, they uh, the, uh, the natives are going to allow the cops onto the land but they're only allowed to do take do surveys and something else. They're not allowed to actually build or construct anything. Right.
0: So I think it's pretty fucking fascinating and kind of humorous. I think what's really fascinating is John Morgan now so pro-pipeline yeah. uh, and saying, well, I'm no longer uh, a protester. I just have to do the best I can for my constituents. You two-faced piece of shit. I'm sorry, I have been nice until we were allowed to swear on this show. You're a piece of shit. (laughs) Welcome to the dark side. (laughs) Come on. Are you kidding me? You're going to stand there and act like you have anything to do with this? You're the reason we're where we are with this fucking position. You're the reason we have to send police up there. Where were you four years ago when we should have been dealing with this? Sitting there going, oh, I'm uh, protest, I'll fight, blah, 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 blah. Now, well, you lost that fight, now you're on the other side pretending like you were a part of it. This is yeah. some victory for you. No, you're a piece of shit. You're a political yeah. piece of shit, just like every other one of them. <laughs> how's, how's your pocketbook lining since you flipped sides, asshole? Just ridiculous. The fact that this is even a thing. And no, I'm sorry, natives, yeah, they flip-flop as soon as the check is big enough. That's all they're waiting for. We should have let them deal directly with Kinder Morgan. This thing would have been done months ago.
1: Yeah, you ain't kidding there.
0: There's fucking... Oh, we weren't consulted. They didn't consult enough. This, there's, there's 157 million tribes. How many do we have to consult with? <laughs> Two. And, and <laughs> most of them are, are not uh, hereditary chiefs anyway. Not, no. A lot of these people have... They don't have... Rights to the claims they're claiming that rights to. And, you know, I'm sorry, it, it's so convoluted and so ridiculous. We can all, I'm sure there's somewhere along the line, I have roots deep enough that I could be protesting this fucking thing and get some money out of it too if I wanted to. There's a point where we have to stop with the consultation, especially with the assholes who've just signed a deal with the Aquilinis to destroy the other end of the Burrard Inlet. Yeah. We can't destroy. We can't have the pipeline because it's going to destroy the inlet at the Second Narrows Bridge. But we could have a massive multi-billion-dollar development deal that's going to destroy the Lions, the uh Gate Bridge side.
1: Yeah, no, that's fine.
0: How does that make sense? It doesn't. Not at all. It's not about consultation. It's not about the environment. It's about money. It always has been. Yep. And you know where where was the public outcry over this Aquilini deal? It's the same water getting the same problems. It's only if you look from where I'm standing, it's fucking 12 inches away from each other. (laughs) 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 I'm looking down on the whole thing. It's like, literally, I can spread my arms there. There's one bridge, there's the other. This is the span we're talking about. It's my arm's width. Don't do that, kids. Take a geography class. That's not how it works. No. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) But well,
1: regardless. <laughs> but regardless,
0: it's okay at that end. Now these are the same five uh uh, uh families and uh tribe, whatever you call what they want to be called, the same uh clans, whatever they are. The same, um, it's, right. Right. So it's the Tsleil-Waututh, the Squamish Nation, um, and the uh, uh uh the third one. I don't know. It's the same ones that are fighting. They're fighting on one end and signing deals on the other. uh, The same piece of water. So uh, it's ridiculous. And I don't know if it's going to go anywhere with this one up north. uh, The natives can fight it, but it's going to happen one way or another. Yeah. Uh, If it it goes to a civil war, which I'm sure it could... Oh, I think that's ultimately what has to happen. I would like that to happen, because we'll go in there with the military and crush them and get the job done. <laughs> what
1: military? I mean, we got, what, two good snipers, and that's about the extent of the Canadian military. I mean, like, <laughs> the rest of them are just straight-up peacekeepers. They're going to show up with a gun going, I, I don't use guns. That's not why I joined the Army. <laughs> <It's> true. The <laughs> oh, military
0: has one submarine. West Edmonton Mall has two. <laughs> yeah, what does that tell you? <laughs> um, I don't know. Uh, yeah, there, he, he, the the pipeline thing is hilarious because we're all getting behind the LNG pipeline now. So that's, yeah, that's, that's fine. That's okay, the LNG, because we're back on LNG because we can't develop the oil fast enough. Chrissy Clark must be just kicking back somewhere with a big glass of scotch laughing her ass off. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's in there bleaching her asshole with fucking <laughs> yeah she's
0: right. she, now we're all over the LNG that she was pushing so hard that we fought against because uh, we can't get the oil it's not coming <laughs> oh shit what do we do now
1: you gotta build something I just bought the paycheck that's what they do
0: you, you gotta
1: build something at some point That's uh, you, uh, you can't be
0: uh Anti-human, and then they're starting to realize that now. That without development, you 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 might save the environment, but you're killing the people. Yeah. What the hell, what are we saving the environment for? Unless we genuinely want to remove humans from the equation.
1: Um. um, um Jesus. Yeah. I think. <laughs> Speechless. You know, and there <laughs> are those people.
0: There are people who, who want humans. You know, they are genuinely save the planet, get rid of the human. Uh, they're, They're militant in that sense. And those, okay, those people are crazy. But if you want humans to progress and survive, then we need to develop. I'm sorry, that's how it works. No, if you want humans to survive, you need to wipe out a whack of the population and start over.
1: Well, that would be a big help too. That's the only solution. If you either do a one world government, which everybody seems to be against, can't have the new world order, can't have that, can't have a one government, because the it's a one government, if it's a one sort of planet
0: thing, then you lose all forms of individuality. I'm right. sorry, but
1: everything is about mixing races right now. There's individual races don't even exist anymore.
0: They really don't. Because
1: everybody's fucking everybody. Yeah. So it's just a giant planet full of mixed breeds. So, I don't know. Just shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> I, we, I, I think we think that there's
0: some giant divide between us that, that, that doesn't exist, but we seem to think it does. And that's what we're scared of losing. We've fought so long for our individual patriotism that we forget that it's false. It it It's, it's a made-up concept. It doesn't matter. No. At the end of the day, your flag
1: doesn't matter. Where you fly it from doesn't... It's all fake. Yeah. Yeah, um, absolutely it a, a human's a
0: human. That's, that's it. Uh, there, there's no fundamental difference between us. This is why, you know... Uh, Dogs don't have this problem. Wild animals don't have this problem. They understand they're all the same.
1: And they know their fucking respective roles in their, in their groupings.
0: I don't know what I'm buying here. I'm here buying nothing. I came to Dollarama with a craving. Uh, Chris, we <laughs> talked about Dollarama. And I, happened to be I was going to say, them. we
1: talked about Dollarama, so now you're just filling that void.
0: I am. Well, at these little cookies I like, and they're a buck. I mean, you can't go wrong when you're buying things for a buck.
1: I, fuck, I will, I, cannot. I shop, dollarator if you ever want to hit
0: us up for a fucking sponsorship, you're going to talk to Eric, not to Gord, Gord doesn't like you, I don't trust anything, I love it when people who talk about Dollarama, oh no, you're going Dollar shop Dollarama, and then a week fucking later, they're like, oh my god, I can't believe I bought this piece of shit, it doesn't work,
1: <laughs> you bought it for the Dollarama, you have no fucking reason to complain anymore, shut the fuck up.
0: Um, oh, shoot, I don't have a dollar. Oh uh, no, yeah, I totally agree. I, I wouldn't uh you know, I'm always amazed when I buy a pair of headphones here and they don't work the next day. Right.
1: <laughs> you know, well,
0: they were a dollar.
1: Which means somewhere they only cost about ten cents a day.
0: If that yeah, you're right. Thank you very much. Um and you get what you pay for. You know, I, I always look at it. Well I got a dollar yeah. twenty five pair of headphones. And there we go. The store is now closed. Um, yeah, I know. For a dollar twenty-five, I I add up the listening hours I got out of them. I'm gonna go. Yeah, that's about right. <laughs> you know, if I if I ooh, there's something going on down the street. I might have to check out. You know, you don't go to dollar, don't go to dollar. I'm expecting quality and then bitch when you don't get it. It's it, yeah. it's shitty shitty things sold for shitty prices for a reason. Um, I
1: actually heard a conversation at
0: work the other day between two different fucking couples, and they were talking about fucking the dollar store,
1: because there's one in the parking lot where I fucking work, and it was the most amazing conversation because they were making fun of a friend of one of them was making their fun of like, Oh my god, my friend goes in there and they
0: act like cleaning products from the dollar store, and great. instead of them, like. Yeah, but that's, for me, that's the only reason why I go, I go shopping there. Yeah. You can buy the same clean products you'd buy anywhere else, and it's a fraction of the fucking price.
1: And I'm sitting sort of, sort there of trying to wonder, like, well, then why are you there? And they're like, oh, no, like, when well, I go there, I go there to buy my cake mix and to buy my fucking my mixing food. But, but you realize that they're made from
0: toxic chemicals and they're not good that you'll buy but you won't buy a
1: cleaning solution that's just whole harmful <laughs> and judging somebody for doing it was yourself hard to drop there this is incredible that's people yeah i um i guess i i i was i was the conversation i had to kind of shut myself down for a little bit because i'm like wow like it's, it's, a, it's a, that person who stands at McDonald's eating a burger and fat back by walking going, you really shouldn't be eating here. This food's to shoot bad for you. You're eating it. Shut your fucking mouth.
0: No, <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> no that's, that's the nature of people. But people suck. People do suck. Anyone who drives a car and then bitches about air pollution. Yeah.
1: <laughs> You're stupid. <and> you start. <laughs> Leonardo DiCaprio. the cabrio, Talk about the environment, the environment, and then flies his private jet all over the world. Right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> David Suzuki, God love him, is one of the worst. Yeah. The entourage of people that tour around with him, the, the carbon footprint every time he goes on a book tour <laughs> is absurd. <laughs> his books about saving the world. The uh, same could be said for Al Gore, by the way. He didn't exactly ride his bike around filming that documentary. No. It would have been funny if he had, but no, he didn't. No. Sorry, the truth is a little too convenient, isn't it?
1: Yeah. <laughs> you see sure what he just that, there, Gore? <laughs> Fuck you. You and your perverted fucking wife, Tipper. They're all frauds. People are oh. frauds. And people try to. Know it,
0: that's why they tried to point out someone else's. Oh, you buy your cleaning products at Dollarama,
1: (laughs) you buy shit there too. (laughs) Oh, oh, people, and I still don't understand this is with being so good at being sales. I have to deal with these people.
0: Well, I just go there for my cake mix.
1: How is that different?
0: Why are you going there for your tape mix? Because they spend so much on their fucking cleaning products. They have to.
1: (laughs) i go there to save money so I can buy my cleaning products somewhere else. I mean, wow. Oh, my brain just fucking hurt from that. Every time
0: I think about people, my brain hurts. That's why I try not to. (laughs) Oh,
1: it's just painfully fucking brutal. Wow! It is, and
0: then we we don't solve things. We don't want to solve things. No, that's why there's no cure for cancer still. No, well that's just economical. If you yeah. cure cancer tomorrow, we'd all be broke. <laughs> That'd be it. A great many people would be out of jobs. Uh, look at look at how much money do cancer researchers make every year. Billions. Well, what happens if they don't have to research anymore? What do they do? Oh. You
1: create a new disease and start working on that one. Apparently, they them. Apparently, there's
0: a cure for MRSA somewhere in Russia that they're not releasing.
1: And you already figured out what it is.
0: <laughs> uh-huh. Well, I just have it naturally. <laughs> Yeah, hey, don't say that too loudly. There's some fucking government's gonna fucking scoop you up one day. I figured it out on my own. I cured this shit. Why? I said I'm better than you. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't government funded. I didn't do it for millions of dollars. No, it's just I didn't have time to deal with it, and it went away.
1: Oh. Real God. people with
0: real problems don't have time to deal with shit. Yeah. yeah. I have a terminal illness. No, I'm cured now. I've got shit to do today.
1: what was that famous line by jesse ventura predator bleed i ain't got time to bleed (laughs) catch a disease i ain't got time for that exactly fine
0: this is why people need to start listening to eric and Gord. we solve problems don't worry i'll create a whole host of problems once i solve these ones it's okay i'm good at that too There's a reason why placebo effect works. There's a reason for it. The human mind is much more powerful than we will ever give it credit for. You get sick, you tell yourself to get better, you will get better. Uh, it, it works more than you would think. Um, and that's kind of my only option <laughs> most of the time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's what you just want to say. You keep getting the reoccurring, and one day you're just like, you know what, this is bullshit. I'm done with this fucking disease. Hey, you don't have the disease anymore. Good. Doctors are perplexed. This shouldn't (laughs) be happening. You haven't been been on the cover of Reader's
0: Digest. (laughs) I should be. I just made it not happen anymore. Does Reader's Digest still exist? I don't know, because in my entire 40 years of existence, I've never seen a new one. Oh, we used to get. My mom used to sign up for them. It was one of the I too, but I never saw a new one. I always oh, find ones from like the 80s and be like, what? Oh, my mom had one of the largest collections of fucking uh, of, of that fucking magazine or book.
1: I wonder if it does still exists.
0: Cause it was one I'm of out. the most pointless publications. There was never anything in it. I love the publication. I like it for like the six different types of joke pages they had. Man, rap is the was, best medicine, and uh, watch
1: is the best medicine. Um, yeah, fuck, I can't think what they all learn now. The uh, kids corner, the uh, clippable
0: quips or whatever, Quippable clips, yeah, quotable. I don't remember quotable. if you guys are uh, hearing that wonderful noise in the background, that is the infamous steam clock. That's the what the steam clock. It's about tourist attraction here in uh, Gastown, beautiful downtown Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Uh, I'm sure people are just wowed and amazed when they come from around the world to see this clock shoot steam out every hour.
1: That thing scared the shit out of me the first time I ever fucking heard it. I uh, I didn't know what was going on. I'm just, I walked by, there's a bunch of people standing there. I'm like, the fuck are these, It's a
0: fucking clock. Move on, people. And That's right as I walk by, i like, <laughs> I'm going to shit myself and there's there's a thousand people gather around waiting for it and then it starts and they go okay what happens now no that's it that's what happens you've seen it there it
1: is it's Pete every hour it does it have you ever started by the um, the cannon over on the seawall oh yeah
0: it does the um, the lunchtime warning no there's the there's the night there's the evening one it goes off at like yeah know so what time it's like 7 o'clock or something yeah it's the same one that's the same one yeah that thing is fucking loud oh yeah huge oh Christ that was to announce oh. uh, it announced the time it was it was uh, lunch time and, and and the dinner time that's what it does After I didn't it, know it did it twice so I thought it was just in the evening yeah no it does it at noon as well right at noon sharp and then if you're oh really then you can adjust your watch accordingly if you're a 1,000 miles away. Oh, so you go, oh okay, now it's noon. Now I know. I don't know what's <laughs> going on here. There's a, a huge three fire trucks and a pullover bus and uh, something going on down here. Ooh. Go jump in the middle and say, all right, guys, I'm here to help. All we right, guys. What do to do? It? Can we talk about our
1: feelings, guys? <laughs> you got a minute? <laughs> <laughs> That's so woman in the back who's going to help. It's not about you.
0: i don't know what it's about but wow this is i I think they're it looks like they're getting ready to leave so whatever it is i've missed all the fun oh that sucks see if you can interview one of the fire department guys uh about
1: about his his relationship yeah whatever hey so what happened (laughs) Hey,
0: Eric from Acre.fm. I'm a little late to the scene here. Can you guys can you bring me up to speed?
1: speed? What happened? I heard it was a bomb scare. <laughs> and the flame. I don't know. There's,
0: what, what do you got here? Two, four, six, seven, eight firemen in a circle. Those aren't the ones moving the trucks. I can't tell what they were down here for, but I'm assuming there was a fire of some kind. Oh, uh, Or at the very least, an alarm. <laughs> people are still drinking in the canby, so they seem unaffected.
1: <laughs> That's not surprising. <laughs> well, I would
0: imagine the canby could be on fire right now, and these people would finish their beer pong before they left. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, I hate that the Camby's turned into a college bar. Right? It just bugs the hell out of me. I used to love it when there were three people in there, and two of them didn't want to be. That was when it was my favorite place to hang out.
1: I've only ever, I've only ever, uh, drinking there once.
0: Well, back in the good old days, you couldn't pay people to come here. (laughs) And now it's like a two-day wait to get in. Go figure. Hipsters, fuck them. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know what (laughs) these trucks are doing. They're all pointed at the building directly across from the Cammy, which is a, I'm not sure what the building is. It's got a large parquet attached to it. Maybe something happened in the parkade.
1: Ooh. Are the lights on and shit? Yeah, but whatever it
0: is, we've missed out on the action. They're all just in a big, huddle talking.
1: I never get to see anything cool. I saw part of the filming of Adventures in Babysitting Part 2, which has still (laughs) never been
0: released. Probably with good reason. (laughs) But... I still remember talking to the security guard. I'm like, hey, what are you guys filming? He goes, don't worry about it. I just keep going. I'm like, what are you
1: filming? He goes, Santa, don't worry about it. I'm like, why won't you tell me? He goes, because I'm embarrassed. I'm like, what movie is it? He goes, Adventures in Babysitting 2. I know. Is Elizabeth doing it? He goes, no, nobody is. <laughs> yeah, no, nobody
0: And You know, it was necessary because the first one left so many unanswered questions. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I love sequels, unnecessary sequels. They are but You know, most of them, well, it's, I don't know. It's just, some of them must make money, but some of them you got to think right out of the gate. This is a loser. Most of, most of these remakes are a fucking loser. Well, the remakes are just embarrassing now, the ones they're doing. But uh, I know I have a friend who wrote a sequel. It was part of it and it was shameless in saying it was a, he was getting a, uh, just a, an obscene salary for doing it, and that's why he was doing it. And it was not going to be a good film. Um, what was the movie? That, that was Airbud 4, which I'm an extra. Oh. In. I got to be oh. an extra. Speaking of, by the way, movies that never got fucking shot um, Tony Hawk, famous skateboarder. Everybody knows Tony Hawk. Of course. Uh, in the when the fuck was it? In the early early nineties,
1: or early nineties, I think it was or mid nineties. He got approached by Warner Brothers to do a movie, uh, an animated movie called Skate Jam. Really? And it was going to yeah. And the whole thing and, and the whole thing ended up getting squashed because I can't remember what it was. Something happened and the whole idea got thrown to the fucking pit. They said no, they we're not doing it. But it was supposed
0: they why they ended up doing skate jam later on shut up
1: and it was supposed to be skate jam was the very first version and tony hawk was given one of the original art
0: line pieces that they had written that they had done up as one of the little screenshot things and uh, somebody presented it to him and he's like holy fuck i haven't thought about that in a long time yeah that was supposed to happen and then he was going to get paid like a buttload of money for it when he was
1: younger, and he was going to like, it going to be a big thing for him." And then, boom, the whole thing didn't work.
0: But why, why did they, they end up ultimately going with Michael Jordan in the entire NBA? Yeah, but that was there was something about it that happened that had to do with. Oh my God, I'm gonna have to go and read, read his post again. I can't remember, but there's there's a reason why he ended up. They ended up scrapping it. It was some. Like it was a big deal. Like something major happened, and it was like really bad for the uh,
1: um, for the studio.
0: Wow, So is... they ended up not doing it. What a different movie that would have been! I wonder if they still would have got Bill Murray.
1: I don't know. <laughs> I just, I'm what I'm amazed by is I'm not. I just can't believe they haven't turned around and did it afterwards. Anyway. Yeah. Like
0: when Space Jam hit and became massive, why not do Skate Jam right after? There is a significant lack of skateboard movies. Have you noticed? There are very few movies devoted to the art of skating. Um, obviously, the amazing Gleaming the Cube with with uh, Sir Sir Christian Slater.
1: Yeah. Um, the the Sir the, Christian Slater. The
0: definitive uh, uh, skateboarding movie, in my opinion. Um, the only. The, the only really good one where a, a team of of uh uh young malcontents <laughs> has to solve a crime on their skateboards. I never did see that one. Oh you never saw it Gleaming the Cube? No, I never saw, I never saw it. Oh, this is your homework for for you you've gotta figure it out. Find it online somehow. Anybody listening send Gord a, a copy of Gleaming the Cube. Um it's just a group of skateboarders, they're punks, they're, you know, um, and one of, uh, what is, I, his his brother's girlfriend or something like that gets kidnapped, and no one will take it seriously, so the skateboarders have to do it. It's, uh, I don't know,
1: maybe I have
0: seen it. Um, and he comes up with this awesome metal skateboard that goes really fast. I
1: do know that movie, oh my fucking god, that's right.
0: The, oh, the, the metal skateboard where the trucks don't break, and he can go up the big speeds while he riding on the back of vehicles. Oh my god, I fucking totally forgot about that movie. It's god awful. It's,
1: <laughs> it's 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 great. It's
0: great in my eyes because I love it, but it's a bad movie, really. Um, <laughs> just cheesy as hell. Uh, it's pre Pub um, of the volume. Yes. But around that same era.
1: Oh, my God. Uh, did you know that did a movie called, was it called BMX Kids or something like that? Oh, there's there's Rad.
0: There's Rad, yeah, wow. that's another one. All about BMX culture. There's lots of BMX movies.
1: But yet, not many skateboard movies. Where are
0: the skateboard movies? Why are they not being made? Kind of heartbreaking when
1: you think about it, isn't
0: it? Uh, it's it's been a gigantic uh, a sport, uh, recognized as an actual sport since 1964. Why
1: has
0: it not grabbed a, a movie? I mean, especially in the height when the video games started coming out. Yeah, um, especially what was that? What was what's uh, what's Tony Hawk's fucking video game? What was that called? Street Skater? No. Uh, uh, what the hell is this game? Because, I mean, that was a huge fucking deal. See, that's the problem with uh, Kids Getting Stupider, which we started. Our generation started the Kids Getting Stupider. We just always called it Tony Hawk. Hey, Tony Hawk 4. Yeah. Um. And yeah, we didn't know the name of it. <laughs> no, it really did have a name, didn't it?
1: Yeah, uh, it
0: actually did. And they made a bunch of them. Yeah, they did. Um, I was never any good at them. I never played them, so I don't know. I had one. I had one of them. I don't remember which one it was, but I sucked. I'm never, I've i never been good at video games, but yeah, they, you would think right around then that's a movie you should have been, where's a good skateboarding movie? Why can't they write one? Huh. What if I write? Do you think it'd be a good idea? I think
1: it'd be a good idea.
0: I think it's going to, I think this is my new project. Uh, once I finish all my other projects, I got to write a good skateboarding movie. I totally
1: support that idea.
0: I don't know what it would be about. Maybe that's the problem. Skaters don't really do much. But, I mean, you've got the surfer. You've got endless walls and walls of surfing movies. Oh, my God. Isn't that the truth? Um, Blue Crush. By <laughs> Which, I have oh. to admit, I own it. <laughs> Just fantastic. One surfer in the whole goddamn movie. Yeah, yeah one actual surfer. Snowy um, Lake is uh, the one female surfer who she, she trained the whole cast, and she's in the movie. You could tell <laughs> that she's never acted before in her life. Um uh, there was some there's some famous dudes. Who's the, who are the dudes in there? I forget. Some band. Or is it corn? Oh, are dudes in that movie? Is it corn?
1: I think it's corn. I don't even. I I I don't remember there even being guys in the movie. I just remember the hot chick in the bikini. Yeah, I know.
0: And there's the guys. They were like, uh, oh, hey, chicks, can't surf there go back to the kitchen, fucking surfing shot for chicks. Uh, those guys, there's somebody famous plays those guys, I don't remember who. Um, not nearly as memorable as, of course, the Red Hot Chili Peppers in Point Break. Oh, so good. Um, classic. Uh, great movie about white where's the skateboarding movie? Oh. On par with Point Break, which they remade. My god. Yeah, and hey, what the what was that about? Like, I mean, that was terrible. Oh, it was just—I knew it would be. I mean, you can't remake Point Break. Come on. No. Fuck no. You—you no. you don't. I think like remaking Platoon. You just know. You don't do it. My God, who you—you think you're gonna ever be able to top the powerhouse cop duo of Gary Busey and Keanu Reeves? No. Come never. on. That's just uh, That's just not even. That's just not even smart thinking. Like, when I think superhero cop team, Jerry <laughs> Busey always is the one of the team. Oh, top number one pick every time. But just, I, like, you can't remake a movie like that, and that's the problem with these remakes. Not only are they remaking ones that don't need to be remade, they're remaking ones that they couldn't possibly ever get better than.
1: Yeah, like Ghostbusters.
0: Well, they just went to completely fucking banana hammock on that one. I don't even know what they were thinking.
1: I don't know, but every time I voice an opinion about it, women get mad at me for saying that
0: the movie sucked. I'm like, I'm not watching. Okay, I'm not saying the movie sucked because I I'm just saying I refuse to watch it. The movie doesn't suck because there's four women in it. The movie sucks because it's a bastardization of a classic. They got everything wrong. They went for the completely wrong types of humor. They missed all the jokes, and you just... It doesn't work. Oh! I didn't think making it was a good idea. I thought maybe a sequel if they got all four on board. And all four wouldn't do it. Um, Bill Murray absolutely refused. Yep. Uh, so right then, it's, it's, it's dead in the water, in my opinion. You couldn't get all four. All you could get was uh, Winston and... and uh, uh Ray. was it Ray or was it Egon? No, Egon's dead. Oh fuck, I forgot about that. He's dead. he was dead. Who wrote the first one by the way, so I do I see three singles. Uh so yeah, you you don't have Peter Bankman, you don't have Egon Spangler, you don't have a goddamn movie. Leave it alone.
1: Yeah, And
0: and they knew that, so they went, well, let's go the complete opposite direction and put four chicks. Um, Thank you very much. uh, It's four chicks who I didn't see working well together. I haven't seen the film. Uh, I probably never will.
1: Uh, um, The only thing it had gold for was that Melissa McCarthy was in it.
0: Sure. But even uh, uh, Melissa McCarthy can't save a giant piece of crap. No. Uh, That's a mistake people commonly make, that, oh, this hot, funny actor can do anything. No. (laughs) No. They they can't. You can't put a great actor in a piece of shit and expect them to save it. Uh, It happens. It always happens. But um, it's uh, a movie full of icons like that, I mean... They're iconic. All four of them were are iconic in their own way. You can't replace them, wow. um, and expect it to hold up. It just it it's never gonna work. You can't redo Animal House. You can't redo Ghostbusters. You can't redo Point Break. Come on. No. But Bodie and Utah are legendary. That's a but that's a Patrick Swayze role. You can't put anyone else in that role.
1: No, it's a, it's, it's like the fact that they want
0: to redo fucking. Um... Oh, fuck, what's the movie? Uh, Men in Black. They're going to do another Men in Black with none of the original cast. No, and I've actually, I've heard the cast now. I forget. It's like Chris Hemsworth or something stupid. Uh
1: um, I mean, I like, no, I
0: like Chris Hemsworth. I mean, sure. Chris, yeah, no, I know nothing wrong with him as an actor, but you can't,
1: you just can't, it's just, yeah.
0: The, the movie, no. We don't care about the story. Okay, it's got... No one cared about Men in Black in the story. It was... The two actors made it what it was. Yeah, absolutely it did. And then you do your mandatory sequel to sell toys. And you have got the funny dog, and you fucking throw in Johnny Knoxville, because why not?
1: Uh, that's oh. fine,
0: but then let it die at that. You know, once you've got Knoxville and a talking dog, then you don't do another one. You stop there. That's your... You're jumping the shark with the talking dog and Johnny Knoxville. Yeah, absolutely. Um... And by the way, stop putting Johnny Knoxville in movies.
1: <laughs> that was I, out of the line. I love Johnny Knoxville, but he is such a. He, he's a whole. He's only, in my opinion, he's only actually acted well one. That was in Walking Paul.
0: <laughs> I got no problem with Johnny Knoxville. I, you know, he made a great career out of getting the shit beat out of him. Uh, that's right, but he's not an actor. No. You can't just take you can't just take people that are popular for a minute and stick them in something and they're going to be it doesn't work. He's not an actor. He's not funny. He's funny when he gets kicked in the balls by his friends. That's funny. Yeah. But you you know you can't stop putting he shows up in the most random shit the god awful Dukes of Hazzard. There's another one that didn't need to be touched. Oh.
1: And I, I mean I have to admit I mean I was to see what's her name in uh, fucking um, as as Daisy Duke. Oh
0: God bless you. A, uh, they, they could have just made that the movie would have been fine. Just the music video yeah. she did for it. Jessica's uh, like sister, instead. who's younger sister? actually follows me on Twitter. Yes, she does. Um, there you go. Just thought <laughs> I'd point that out. You know, I got an in there. We can we can we can give Daisy Duke a call. She hasn't done much recently. <laughs>
1: Hey Daisy Duke, we
0: got a Duke's a Hazard sequel for you. It's called Eric Gordon. Duke's (laughs) a (laughs) Melton. I think we got ourselves a winner. Uh, we'll we'll be skateboarders instead of the General Lee. We'll have
1: skateboards.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's all coming together. There it is. We've just we think we just nailed it. Oh my God! You know I've got great ideas for if we if we're gonna go that route. We want to go Hollywood. I've got a great uh, treatment for a, a show that could actually star you. Uh, it's a great TV show called Cop and Bear, where okay. it's just a, a cop show, but one of the cops happens to be a bear. <laughs> <laughs> And it says, cop and bear. And it's like, I'll drive. This
1: is a bear. And it's not even
0: a cop. It's just a cop with a bear. And he's like, "Get him, bear!" And the bear chases down the criminal. It'd be a great show. People <laughs> would love Cop and Bear.
1: Oh, uh, I would. I would. I would enjoy that. I would watch the shit
0: out of that. He's <laughs> not like a uniform cop. There's nothing funny, like weird about it. It just happened to be a bear instead of a, a partner. <laughs> he's, a, he's not any uniform. It's not kitschy or stupid. It's just a cop and a bear. Who's gonna, you know, you're gonna be. It's a deterrent to fight crime. If you think you might get mauled by a bear,
1: which you gotta admit, that's a pretty fucking good. That's a. That's a. I'd be terrified.
0: Yeah, right. If you were about to do a crime, you're like, hey, I'm gonna do this crime, and then I will re- uh, collect the profits of my crime, and then all of a sudden a bear is about to stop you. You'd probably stop. I stopped. Absolutely. Uh, bears are I'm scary terrified. shit. They, <laughs> they scare the bejesus out of me. They're cute. This is all hell. I love I I stopped. There was one on the highway one time just rolling around being a bear, just enjoying life. And I stopped and watched it for like two hours. It was the greatest thing. But it was across the street and very not interested in me. Um, <laughs> but they're a scary animal. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that's why I still maintain if I ever get in the federal government, I will write an amendment like the American second amendment, which is the right to bear arms. I think we should have the right to arm
1: bears.
0: (laughs) Give them a fighting chance. You know what? Who's going to invade a country. If you think that an eight foot grizzly with a Mac 10 is standing there waiting for you. I would think twice. I wouldn't do it. No way. No tourists or ever tourists (laughs) terrorists are going to invade a country (laughs) guarded by bears (laughs) with guns. That's it. You don't. And that's uh, that's I think once we decide to finally smarten up and separate from the world and stand alone as Canada with no trading partners because we don't need them, uh, no. no one involved. We're just Canada on our own. We don't trade. We don't uh, immigrate. Nothing. We're just on our own, and we have a vicious force of bears to protect us.
1: <laughs> I mean, they're tough. We know that, so.
0: I, uh, ultimately we don't need people that's the thing i'm sorry i know we've gone way off base here um and somehow reverted back to politics and uh still haven't got to well i guess we sort of covered the pipeline thing which i wanted to talk about um and you brought yeah, that so
1: up. I brought is up not you
0: uh yeah well thank you i i meant to get to it there's just so much else going on in the world right now i can't even handle it um <laughs> but yeah i think ultimately that would be great and that's something we're never going to do but as a country we could and in a in a perfect world that's what we do we just shut down canada uh it's yeah. proven it's it's proven we don't need anyone we can sustain ourselves on what we've got right here in canada uh sustain canadians for as long as we need uh we could just shut the doors and go don't no, go away canada's out of business sorry I think that Trump to put the
1: wall on the Canadian border so we can just be separated from and just call it a day.
0: Oh, absolutely. We we should have thrown up a wall across the 49th parallel years ago. It just said no until you guys figure your shit out where you're cut off. That's it. But we're scared. No more sell it for you. Fuck off. Oh, God. It would be mayhem around the world if we did that. <laughs> At one point, it was more valuable than gold. And justifiably so. Uh, there was that big heist in the seventies. One of the biggest heists in Canada was uh, maple syrup <laughs> not, not from because there's a big there's a, uh, a stash in Quebec. There's like this big bunker filled with maple syrup in case there's some sort of maple syrup emergency. They've got this secret stash. <laughs> um, this is true. It exists. Uh, and and someone robbed it one time in the seventies. Got away with like millions of dollars worth of maple syrup. I don't know where are you going to sell that. Um, there's no big black market for maple syrup, I'm sure they didn't really think ahead, but
1: Yeah, like what do you are you show up to Tim Hortons? Is that like Tim Hortons says like the maple donut? They all started from that. They showed up with Tim Hortons one day and said, You know what? Get you guys a deal on maple syrup, you made me a donut. <laughs> yeah. That's
0: that's pretty much yeah, that's a great idea. That was a huge that was a huge thing. There's a great documentary called Being Canadian. I think it's a Netflix thing. Um, oh God, Eric. Hang on. You, you you hit on something for me here.
1: All right. There,
0: there's a show. I don't think it's on Netflix anymore. It was, but you can still find it. Uh, I discovered it one night when I was fucking high, and it was one of the greatest things
1: I've ever seen in my life. And it was on Netflix, and it was called um, Helicopter. I think it was called Helicopter over Canada or something like that. And I assumed
0: when I saw the title of it, because I didn't even bother reading the description. I thought, oh, I just want something visual for the background so I'm not like listening to anything. Right. It was shot in 1969 for the – or 1968, and it was supposed to be for the, I guess, the 100th anniversary of Canada. Sure. And it was shot by a dude that just flew over Canada – Clearly the guy's an American and clearly he knows nothing about Canada. Oh, you're kidding me. And the whole
1: thing and it's it's oh my god, it's it's shot like a David Attenborough thing. And it's like like there's this one amazing scene where they just say flying over this like lake and there's people fucking swimming in this lake, just like a family and shit. And he
0: actually says, And here's a Canadians in their natural habitat look at the way they play. <laughs>
1: And that's the whole video. It goes on like that for like an hour. Oh, my God. It's the best fucking video I've ever seen. Because, again, clearly
0: it is shot. It's narrated by a guy who knows nothing about Canada. Well, nobody does. So that's, nobody that's why. That's something good. Oh, my Oh, I gotta check that out.
1: <laughs> Find it, watch it. It is
0: awesome. Hang on. We're gonna break for a second. We're gonna put on a, a Canadian song. We'll play the Canadian national anthem or something. Just give me one second here. Go ahead. Sorry. Um, wow. <laughs> we have the been a national anthem. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, Canada.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's what the world thinks of us that we're that guy. <laughs>
1: I I think I told you about the time when I was playing uh, poker online, and uh, I was the only Canadian in the group, and yeah. when the guy
0: found out I was Canadian, how I fucked with them, and had them all, being that, and there was only two major towns in all of Canada, the rest of us all just with these little hutted fucking communities. Well, hopefully today I've helped dispel some of the mythology by, uh, once again, putting myself on the international stage and giving some information about Canada and what we do here. Because um, people have to understand, we're all living in England, but we've got the world's worst drug epidemic. How does that make sense? People have to understand the city's up here, right, at some point. It's <laughs> just, yeah, we've got more contaminated fucking water. we got the most amount of fresh water in the world. It just it, it makes no sense. <laughs> Welcome to Canada. Welcome to Canada. We, we, what? That should be our, our national. That's what it should yeah. say. Canada. What? What? <laughs> oh, 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 we're a horrible country. Uh, we're, <laughs> we're something else. Oh, I got, I got a little bit of good news, by the way. I almost fucking forgot. Oh, come me in. So
1: I have. Um,
0: I have I have my new bed arriving, my new mattress arriving tomorrow. Oh, fantastic! I am very very excited for this. Um, I've been waiting, staying now for uh, a month and a half, and uh, not that I've been like actually waiting for it. I've just been waiting to fucking buy it. Right. Uh, so I finally got it, and I'm all excited. So I now have a whole laundry list of shit that we sell so that I can promote it. Um, not just so I can promote but it's supposed to be work well for me. We're to have to find out about
1: that. But um so I now have a new uh I have a new bed. I'm gonna have a new um uh, I got
0: new sheets, new pillows, that new mattress protector, new fucking
1: pillows. It's right? it's the whole package deal.
0: So it's gonna be a whole new gourd the next time we talk. And it's like tomorrow, um tomorrow, tomorrow night, providing all works out well, I am going to be sleeping like a fucking baby tomorrow night. So. Wow.
1: And a cold baby because this bed is a very
0: cooling bed to do. So everything about my bed now is absolutely everything from the... Uh, from the box spring up all the way to the top layer, everything about my bed is designed to keep me nice and cool. I've always been a big fan of the statement gonna sleep like a baby. My baby woke up crying every two hours full of shit. Um <laughs> sleep like a baby. <laughs> don't well, don't don't sleep like a baby. Sleep like something who sleeps comfortably and doesn't shit and get hungry every two hours.
1: It's the same as um when they say, uh, you know, what do you what do you, you what are you what are you, a pussy? You see how resilient the pussy is? That shit spits out a baby and comes back and gets tighter. I mean, come on. (laughs) That's true. I never thought of that. But then you look at a set of nuts, and look how sensitive those fucking things are. Yeah, it's true, too. Wow,
0: I never thought of that. So I think we should be changing the verbiage when you want to call somebody a, a chicken, you you call them a, you call them a testicle. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Even going I, think, with, I don't know if chickens are that chicken. Chickens are pretty vicious little fuckers. Well, yeah, but I mean, all you gotta do is grab it by the fucking head and whip it around, and it's dead. So I mean, it's not
1: like they're resiliently tough.
0: That's true. Oh, uh, now Fair. we're we're getting down to, We're getting uh, mad Facebook posts from Mary as we speak.
1: <laughs> hey Mary, okay.
0: Well I think we've gone all over the roadmap. I don't think there's uh two more two two more uh too many more places we can go tonight here, Gord. I think we've uh, hit a bit of a limit here, yeah. And I've got uh ten o'clock curfew again, just like the good old days. So I'm gonna have to wrap it up. Um but always a pleasure. I don't think we actually answered anything tonight. So, it's just another
1: atypical podcast,
0: um, and I do know that you have something on the back burner. I hope we can let it go until tomorrow. um if you're available tomorrow, I will try to arrange to have a panel to have that discussion with us. Um, um,
1: yeah, I don't know. We'll have to sort of wait and find out. I don't know what the um what's really gonna happen tomorrow um right. so i don't I don't know
0: yet. But I can make arrangements to me. I've had some people ask to be on the podcast. Um, so this could be a really good reason to bring them in and, and do our, our first of hopefully many panel discussions. Uh but it it depends on your schedule. Or I could go ahead without you I'd I'd rather not, but um I would say well, I mean, well I if you if, if everybody is ends up being
1: available tomorrow and and I'm not, so be it, you know. Okay. But um I would, uh, I'm just, I just very, should to see if we can get
0: a couple of answers for our uh, as it is hidden question right now. Sure. Well, let's plan for it. And, uh, if not, we'll, we'll get back onto it the next time you're on the show, but I, I don't think we should bring it up now unless you wanted to just no. put it out there as a question.
1: Um, no, not yet. Okay, good. We'll
0: do a standalone special episode devoted just to that. I think it'd be great, especially if we could get a couple of ladies involved. I think that would work very, very well. I will put uh, all my best efforts in tomorrow and keep you abreast of a timeline, and hopefully it works out. Um, the particular time of day I don't think matters, so anytime we can do it, we can work around you or we can push it for a Saturday thing or whatever.
1: Uh, we'll definitely get find a time. Um, I would say um, possibly, oh, I might have it. We We might be able to do one Friday night okay um and i will be oh shit i might just be in a house
0: with a couple of lesbians that could help with some of this conversation lesbians help with every conversation that goes without saying it's Uh, very true so any lesbians feel feel free to uh, get in touch eric and gord at outlook.com and uh, try to be part of a panel discussion uh near the end of the week for us uh very big questions that men have that we can't answer on our own um but it would be nice to to touch on a serious subject it's been a while since you and i have like something that's seriously serious
1: yeah it's Um, actually a little
0: topic so i think this would be uh We'll uh we'll we'll see how it goes. But yeah, I, I don't know about tomorrow but, possibly, but uh, quite possibly Friday. And this is an open call to anyone listening on any platform. Feel free to get in touch with Eric and Gord at Outlook dot com or go to Eric and Gord dot dot com to our contact page or reach out to me, six zero four six five five nine six three zero. Leave me a message and uh if you want to be a part of the show, it's uh a great discussion um happening. Uh we would love male or female input on um just uh some some questions men have regarding emotions and uh, relationships and whatnot. Um please get in touch with us and uh and want to be part of the show. And yes. until until then, that's all I got for you, kid. Uh thanks for listening. I I know we're kind of all over the map, but uh I hope it's still entertaining and informative and as as you know it it always gets better and better. So stick Thanks. with us. Um, until I talk to you again, take care of each other.
1: I'm a bear. <laughs> <laughs>